Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, when I am talking about the impossible, I'm talking about the fact that the Bible said in uh, Mark 10, verse 27, that with men it is impossible, but not with God, but with God, all things are possible. That means what men say it is impossible, to God it is possible. So I am talking about the fact that you will enter a realm, and that realm is the realm that whatever looks impossible to men will become possible to you in Jesus' mighty name. I said that realm, when men will say there is a casting down, you will see and you say there is a lifting up in Jesus' mighty name. That realm, when men will say they have given up, you will look at him and you rise up once again. That realm, the man will throw in the tower, you will look at him and you rise up and walk and take advantage in Jesus' mighty name. And I'm talking about turning on the pattern to do the impossible. But ladies and gentlemen, can I submit unto you this very evening that in life, our life is influenced by five things. One, what we see. Number two, what we hear. Number three, what we sense. Number four, what we say. And number five, what we do. Our life is always influenced about what we see, about what we heard, about what we are sensing, about what we said, and about what we did. Amen. Now, I don't have the time to open the faces of all these five things, but I will stick to only one, the ability to see. So I will start by saying, pointing on what I said, that life is influenced by these five things. So I am left staying with the ability to see. So I'm telling you that life is influenced by what you see. And so, if it is about what you see, there is a process in what is seen, which is called how we see. So, if I stand here and I ask every one of you standing there or sitting down, what do you see at this place? Some will say that I see the puppet. Some will say I see fun. Some will say I see speaker. That means the point of your view determines what you see. And so, every one of us, our life is being influenced about what we are seeing and what we are seeing daily. And if you are seeing that the newspaper is telling you uh, things are hard, you believe things are hard and you walk in hardness. And when you see that your father said, I don't have money, the more you see, I don't have money, you confess, I don't have money. The more you see that people are dying, you also confess death. As I said on Sunday, a friend of mine said, I am afraid because all my friends are dying. And I tell you, you have not been given the spirit of death. So you should not be afraid. And say, man of God, I will be afraid again. I said, the Bible said, Job said, what I fear came on me. So don't be afraid. If you are afraid, something will happen to you. Amen. So many people are seeing things. And it influences their life. Some people look at blind people and think that blind people are not seeing. May I tell you the truth? A blind man is a man who is seeing, but what he sees is darkness. He is seeing darkness. That is why anytime he has his key to direct him. So even a blind man has a way he walks on. He never he has not missed his way. Amen. A blind man can see his way and get to his house every day. Why is it that the blind man they don't stay on the streets and they go home? What they can see. They use their thing to see where they are going. So many of us, our life is influenced about what we are seeing. There are things we are seeing daily and it is influencing our life. There are things we are seeing daily and it is influencing our life. And many a time, 
with it. We see life in a different aspect. And at the end of the day, our life is being hindered. Can I submit to you today that many of us, when we are going to work, when we are going anywhere, we look in the mirror and we are so excited about our makeup. We are excited about the dress we wear. And we are not concerned about who we are. We don't know how we look like when we look at ourselves in the mirror. So we always look at the mirror always, but we don't know how we look like. Amen. If you don't know how you look like, you will spend all your days looking at the wrong thing. If you're in your life, you're focused on the wrong thing, you always lose answers and lose your breakthrough. Amen. Yeah. There is a story that has been said, and they said there is a man who was in prison for 55 good years, 55 good years. And now when there was time for this man to be brought out of the prison, he was taken into prison when he was 20 years. When they were bringing him out, he was 75 years. When this man was being brought out, the first thing he requested was a mirror to look at his face, how he looked like. When he saw his face for 55 good years, he began to cry. Why? He did not know his face. The first time in his life he's now seen his face. A lot of Christians will go about in life looking at the wrong thing every day, every night, every day, every night. They will look at their makeup, they will look at their dress, they will look at their shoes, but they are not concerned about their spirit. And so they work in life for so many a time. And when they get to a place that they don't know what to do, that's when they go to look at the mirror. And when they look at themselves, they get ashamed. This is how I look like, and I didn't know. So that is why a lot of Christians are being hindered and limited because we are focused on the right thing. If you look at the wrong thing of life, you will not help yourself. Many people think that it is the outward beauty that is there, but they forget about the inward beauty. Amen. If you don't know how you look inside, you waste your time in life, and at the end of the day, you will not be able to do anything in life. Now, there's a story of a little boy who wants to know how to pray and get results. This boy went to listen to a message, and after listening to the message, he knelt on his feet and he knelt, knelt on his knees and said, Oh God, everlasting Father, it is my prayer that I need a bicycle. That tomorrow morning, let the bicycle to be at the, the, um, at the, at the, the door. Amen. Amen. He woke up in the morning and there was no bicycle. He prayed again and said, Oh Jesus, you are the Father, you are the Son of Elohim. Please, I deserve a bicycle and I want a white one. So let it be by my door by 6 a.m. He woke up the next morning, there was no bicycle. And so he went to where the statues of Mary was took one of the statues of Mary and went to the bush. He came back to the house and knelt and said, Oh Jesus, if you want to see your mother again, answer my prayer. He was telling Jesus that if you want to see your mother again, answer my prayer. So a lot of people outside the church have a perception about, our, about Christianity. They have another understanding about Christianity. So they don't know the totality of Christianity. They can stand afar off and think Christian we are divided. They can stand afar off and think that Christian we are like this and like that. That's why me, I will not listen to a worldly song to justify my Christianity. That I heard a, a man of God singing a song of an unbeliever and saying that uh, 
don't know that song Gumpo. He said that those who go to church and they say people that go to club, I say it's a lie. Yeah, COVID they not They say yes, it's a sign of something. Things fall apart. Things fall apart. I mean, I'm not heavy though. It is it is first of all I say and I get angry by what they are saying. You know why I get angry? They are not Christians, they are not in the church. The people that they come in contact with are people that call themselves Christians, but they are not Christians. That's why I said if you focus if you look in the mirror and you don't look at the right thing, at the end of the day, you'll be focused on the wrong thing and you get the wrong results. If you think what you see at what is you, I'm telling you, you are lying to yourself. If you think when you look in the mirror and you look at your face, oh, you're looking nice, you're looking at wearing nice shoes, and think that is you, you are lying. If you focus on the outward appearance and ignore the body that will cause you to grow on the earth, that will cause you to get your testimony on the earth, at the end of the day, you'll be blaming people. That I don't know why I'm suffering. Uh, you blame everybody, excluding yourself. But you see, if you focus on the wrong thing, you'll get the wrong result. So, there are people, they say that people, they come to church and they go to club. They are not Christians. Now, the first time they called them Christian was in Antioch. Why? They were behaving and teaching like Christ. So, anybody who is a Christian cannot go to the club. Anyone who goes to the club is not a Christian. I'm telling you the truth. He is a believer. If the person is a believer, now the Bible says don't be equally yoked with an unbeliever. So if you go to the club, the Bible says don't be equally yoked. What are you doing there? Then you're not a Christian. Then you're not a believer. Are you getting somebody? So don't let us succumb to what the world is saying. Let us go to the Bible. The Bible teaches the right thing. Because the Bible says in the second Corinthians that it said, we behold ourselves in a glass. There is a mirror of the word of God we are supposed to look ourselves through. It is the word of God that will direct us. You see, if someone, I was talking to someone, and there's a guy who said we don't go to church, he was arguing with me. And he was, not that he was arguing with me, he was, he was trying to tell me something which I, I, I mean it's not in the Bible, so I won't take it. And I was telling this guy that, ah, you see, you are complaining about pastors, you are complaining about Christians. And then you too, you don't want to go to church. Why are you complaining? He said, they, 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 they don't care about anybody. And then, 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 then I said, I said to him, Why are you looking at the children of God to justify God? Everyone seated here, you are not growing old, you are growing to perfection. You are not yet perfect. So if you don't give the God that we serve access into your life. To work in you, to work on you, to work inside of you, so that your spirit man will take the nature of God and at the end of the day, it will influence your flesh. If you are not careful, the Bible said the flesh war with the spirit. Your spirit is fighting with your flesh every day. If you don't know, your spirit want to your spirit want to pray. Your flesh want to drink alcohol. Your spirit want to come to church. Your flesh they stay in the house and sleep. There are people there leaving their house to check air on ya. Sleeping in their sofa like, ah, and then you're Wednesday going to check. Oh God, oh God. Let this day pass over. Hey, coming to check and become a pen. Why? You see, if you allow the flesh to have preeminence over you, I'm telling you, the flesh will rule over your life. Today I was praying and I was waiting on God. 
And the Lord gave me a vision. And I'm supposed to go and tell the person, but I'm not to the person. But I feel like the person is somewhere. So going to tell the person, I feel like God is just going to tell the person. Because this person has received prophetic word, prophetic word, prophetic word. The person is not manifesting the prophetic word. Why should I go and hand my own? I saw vividly. Not that I was sleeping, though. I was waiting on God. Praying, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. By the time I realized my hand was carrying a baby. And the Holy Ghost mentioned the name of the person. And I ran from my room to the person's room. And I was calling, where is he, where is he? When I entered this room here, his wife was naked. And the Lord said, I should give it to you. This one, I hit the mother's waist and the baby ended. When I hit and the baby entered, I was coming back tomorrow and I woke up. Like I came out from the vision. I said, Wow. Baby, no, it's like I was holding it. Uh, like I was holding the baby. And the baby was a baby boy in my hands. Huh? God, God would mention his name. Mention his name three times. And I was looking for him. And I was running. And I hid the waist of the person. And the baby entered. The Lord said, I'll give him the baby. The Lord said, I should, I, should, I should pray for him. I should pray and tell him that any obstacle that has been preventing the baby has been taken off. I should pray for them. But the person that had some way be as if he's the second God. I don't know how to go and tell him. Yeah, because this vision was baby. Yeah. Vision of baby. Even God gave me vision yesterday about Timothy. So I called him to tell him. In the vision, I saw that the end time she went to write, the people followed you to the house. Hey. <laughs> he read end times, I saw that the people followed the guy to the house. And then when I saw him, <laughs> and then when he came out, there was a woman who was outside the house, an old woman taking care. And I saw some children playing outside. And I asked him, is there an old man who always sits in front of you? I said, yes. There's an old man who always sits there. And I said, are there some children who always play in front of the woman? I said, yes. There are children who play. I said, hey, wait, what's that? <laughs> your entrance paper is in your house. <laughs> I said, no, his entrance paper is in his house. I said, hey. I said, they are spirit, eh? If they say they don't let you go for it, no matter what you do, if God has not come to you, you go for it. Then you move out of No, he has moved from Ashiama to Komtifo. And even Komtifo, they followed him there. And what I prayed for him that stopped, that I thought it had stopped. When he came to Komtifo, I didn't know what he was going to do again. And if he wanted to start. But because I prayed, they don't come the way they used to come. They come in a different form. <laughs> and I said, hey, he has not been Is he get married? No, no. What he had prevented is his marriage. What they are doing, he can't get married. Okay. What they are doing, some kind of money will, not ever, will never enter his hand. Yeah. What they are doing, eh? He will never, there is nothing glorious that will be done by him. Mm. It is something in his house. And I was telling you that the Lord showed me that there is something in his house preventing people from marrying. He said his father, no. His father is the only one. In his old extended family, the only one who got married. Wow. Before his father got married, he enjoyed a lot of ladies, he had a lot of children all everywhere. 
before marrying, and even with that one, Wahala marriage. His father, his father Bill, wow. and all his siblings, other those who are his siblings, none of them is married. Wow. But they are all 30 something, 40, 42, wow. not married. If they try to settle down, they have a that dream. I say, hmm. I put it, I don't know what you are doing to be inviting those people. You see, many people like, they forget that we are first parents and physical, we, are, we, are, we are physical people. If you focus on your flesh alone, eat there is something happening to your spirit today, your body will follow. You can't do anything about it. So you must. Your first focus was how can I develop my spirit? That is what the Bible says that you watch it in a glass, you are transformed from one glory to another. And the glass is talking about the word of God. So you must be transformed from one phase of development to the other. You must move, you must progress from one phase to the other. Spiritual growth is not easy, but it's possible. Reading the Bible is not easy, but it's possible. This morning when I started, I started reading a lot of books. I read this book after reading this more. I read this book, read this book more. I read this book, read this book. And I started, I started praying. I prayed about two hours. And I was waiting on God. And God gave me that vision for that person. Yeah. So, so, so some of you think that the supernatural is far from you. No, if you are here and you don't dream, it's not, it's not good. And if you dream and they are chasing, it's also not good. And if you dream and forget, and if you dream and forget, it's not good. Amen. No, you see, God wants to talk to you as a son or a daughter. God wants to communicate to you every day. God is speaking, but how can God speak to you? He can speak to you when you are natural like this. If you can't, that's what the Bible says in John 4, verse 24. It said the hour has come that the true worship of worship their father in spirit and truth. So if you don't enter the spirit, you will not hear from God. So that's why God wants to wait when you are asleep. He wants to speak to you. But if you are in the within the day, you didn't do anything spiritual towards God. And you did it only on the earth, natural things. Ah, the devil will give you dream. <laughs> if the devil doesn't give you dream, your flesh will give you dream. Hope you're getting me. So now, there are things contending over your life because of what you are seeing. Your flesh is contending over your life. The devil is contending over your life. The devil wants to see to it that you fail. God wants to see to it that you, you succeed. Now, because of time, let me go straight to Daniel. Because we are feel that's why I don't want to shout. Let me go to Daniel. Now, when you read the book of Daniel 1, the Bible says that Nebuchadnezzar went out to fetch the Israelites. And Nebuchadnezzar in this generation is the world. It's Hollywood. It's the politician. It's the worldly songs. He went out and took people from the house of God. And look at what he did. He said, let them teach them their language. Let them teach them their literature. Let them teach them their philosophy. Three things. Now, language influence their communication. And literature influence their imagination. And lastly, philosophy 
influence their reasoning, how they reason. So now, this is what is happening in the world now. Everything in the world, look at the social media, look at the internet. It has influenced your communication. It influences what you say. It influences whatever we discuss. When we see something on the net, you see people discussing it. It is influencing our communication. It is influencing our imagination. You see that I am a young guy. Nowadays, it's easy to commit crime or do evil. Because pornography it is at our doorstep. Yeah, you see, when you open the internet, there are sites that pop up. It pops up free of charge, though. Free of charge. So, there are sites that pop up free of charge for us to do evil. There are things that the enemy would do always for us to do evil. The enemy wants to try his possible best so that we find ourselves in a hindrance portion. Amen? Now, you see. The, the thing that God wants is that we look at ourselves in the mirror. That we look at ourselves in the word of God. That we will see how he wants us to live and we live thereby. Because if you are not careful, like Nebuchadnezzar took the people, he wants to influence how you talk. He wants to influence how you imagine. What influence how you reason. That's what the Bible says. We do not conform to this world, but we should be transformed in the renewing of our mind. Amen. The, no, number one thing as I end, number one thing you need to do when you want to tell the pattern to do the impossible is draw a line. Draw a line like Daniel drew a line. He said, I will not touch the food of the world. Because the Bible says that we are in the world and not of the world. Amen. Now you see, there are a lot of things going on nowadays. That is contending for the place of God. Do you know that? There are a lot of things going on around it nowadays that is influencing the perception of a lot of Christians. Now, now, now how can someone tell me that and the, 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 the serpent is an ape <laughs> that raped Eve? I said, hey! I've heard it before. Serpent! You serpent, is it not a snake? Is that serpent? No, if the neck get pregnant, if if was corrupted, and when if was corrupted, Adam came to sleep with Eve, and the baby they gave birth was Cain, an evil child. Cain, 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 the one who killed Abel. It's a theory I'm propounding, and I said, ah, it's not in the Bible. Why? Why do you want to kill yourself? An ape? Do you want in the Bible? Hey. I get it. So now, they are doing things to influence the life of Christians. So you must draw the border. I say, I will draw the border. I will, draw the border. I will choose God. I will choose. Not the world. Amen. If you are not careful, the world is always contending with your love for God. Every day you wake up, there is two things. It's either you are for God or you are for the devil. Every day there are two things that come before you. It will influence your reasoning. It will influence your communication. So every day you are making choices. Amen? That's the truth. There's a friend if you go and visit. <laughs> One lady was telling me, I said, Hey, so if you go and visit your beloved, every day you, 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 go, you go and sing. So why do you want to go there? He said, I tell him, no, I don't like that. I don't like that. But I said, hey, you are telling me you don't like that, but you are still going there. You made a choice to be there. In your mind, you are enjoying it. Not that you don't like it, you like it. I get you. 
So every day we are making choices. And it is that choice that is shaping our life. It is that choice that is influencing how we, we, we grow up in the law. Amen. The next thing is that influence us to turn the pattern to do the impossible. A sacrifice. Say sacrifice. sacrifice. You need to sacrifice your time. You need to sacrifice your efforts. You need to sacrifice whatever you have to get God. Amen. Because if you don't get God now, as you are young, the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all other things will be added unto you. It said you need to seek God in your youth. Amen. The last thing is wait on God. Say wait on God. 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 This is one of the difficult things a lot of Christians can do. This is one of the difficult things a lot of Christians find it difficult to be waiting on God. Waiting on God is not prayer. When you pray unto God, you are communicating to God. Waiting on God is to listen to God to speak to you. The Bible says in Psalm 91 verse 1, it said, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That means there is a secret place that God has, that when you are always under that secret place, there is a shadow of the Almighty that comes upon you. And the shadow of the Almighty is the presence of God. That if you are able to be in the secret place of God, you are able to attract the presence of God. Hallelujah. If you are able to stay in the secret place of God, you are able to attract the presence of God. The Bible said in Deuteronomy 29 verse 29, it said the secret thing belongs unto God, but they that are revealed belong to us and our children, children. That means there is an aspect of God that God wants us to set out that when we find it, we will attract His presence. Amen. That is waiting. Amen. That is waiting. Waiting on God might be, may be difficult, but when you wait on God, you can get God. Amen. Waiting on God is being quiet before God after prayer. I asked someone that, okay, when you pray after, unto God, after one hour we have prayed unto God, what do you decide? Immediately I finished praying unto God, I said, God, thank you, because I received the answer, and I ran away. And I said, ah, so you will not wait for God to also speak to you? He said, ah, time is going, you I said, hey, if you don't have time for God, how can you get anything from God? One of the ways to get an encounter with God is to wait on Him. Waiting on Him is like waiting for a bus. Waiting for a bus, and I'm telling you, if you are waiting for a car to go to Nunga, and you have waited and you have waited, and Nunga car is not going to go, somebody will get tired. But the car will come, but it is a patient wait. Waiting on God, we need patience to wait on God. Waiting on God is one aspect of Christianity that those of their own they were doing, and we don't do. Because the Bible said they were all in the upper 120 people in the upper room waiting on their God for 50 good years, days. They waited on God 50 days, they didn't move an inch. That was how the Holy Ghost came down and baptized them. And I asked the question so we Christians on these days, when we pray, we pray, we pray, we pray, we run away, how will we get God? If you don't wait on God, God cannot visit you. God wants to visit the children, but always our these children are busy. We are always in a hurry. We are always in a hurry. We are supposed to be done with our prayers. We are looking at our, our, our watch. I <laughs> told me, hey, gentlemen of God, pray for one hour. Hey, it's not easy. But I look at my time. I thought I prayed about one hour. I look at my time, it's only five minutes. And then today, I'm dead. 
They said, I'll look at my time. I thought it was one hour. It was only five minutes there. It's because you have been looking at your time since uh, one minute. When you're praying unto God, just know that you're before your father. Just know that God will answer you. So if you're before him, just let him have his way. After you have made your request, just kneel before God and tell him to speak to you. It can be one hour. Waiting can even take more time than the prayers you pray. Are you getting somebody? The reason I'm talking to you like this is a lot of people don't wait on God. So I want you to wait on God. Amen. As I told you that today, when I was waiting on God, I was getting tired. I was even crying. I said, God, I'm waiting. God, I'm waiting. Where, where, where will you come? <laughs> hey, waiting on God is not easy. But you need to sacrifice to wait on God. Amen. After you have made a request unto God, tell God that God speak to me. Because God wants to speak to you. But many of them you are busy to hear from him. You are going here and there, doing a lot of things. But if you can be still, the Bible says be still and know that I am God. Amen. And when you wait on God, God will surely speak. Amen. He will surely speak. One, 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 one aspect of life that is very difficult that we get results out of is when you are you are you want to get a, a girl when you get a girl you don't have you have patience for that girl even when the lady insults you don't you don't care because as long as you want to be the hand of the girl no matter even if you're waiting for her and she kept long oh you know you don't talk you don't talk you talk you wait until she comes that's the same way we do when we wait on God we close our eyes and focus on him and think about his glorious work he has done on the earth. We close our eyes and we meditate on his goodness and his mercies. And the more you do that, the more the angels of God give you access to the heavens. Yeah. That's how you can turn the button to do the impossible. Because the Bible says, He that dwells in the secret place of the shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The question is, if a man is not present, can you see the shadow? No. Unless I'm here, you don't see my shadow. So until God is there, you don't see his shadow. So when God's shadow comes, that means God is there. Amen? That means if you're able to wait on God, God approaches your life. Do you know why God approaches your life? Because everyone is making a request. But the only one that can adore God and wait on Him, He will approach the person. Amen. So God bless His the word. Amen. Do it better to Jesus.